Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Well Then. This season on the podcast, we are continuing to talk about all things love and love alignment. And today we're diving into another one of the seven pillars of love alignment healing, which for those of you who are new here is basically the process of helping you discover and get into alignment with the most authentic expression of love in your life and in yourself. And that's basically the work that I do with my clients and online and in myself every single day, because I think love is the most important reason why we're here. It's what we're here to do. And unfortunately, a lot of the a lot of the time things get in our way or get in the way of love. And so my work is helping to clear that path a little bit more to make love flow more easily because our lives just feel better when we do. So today's pillar that we're talking about is inner child healing. Now, inner child work might be a term that you are familiar with if you have been around the block in the personal development therapy, um, you know, self-improvement world, or it might be something you're totally unfamiliar with. And either way, bear with me because we're going to dive into some important stuff today. So Inner child healing, we'll get into some more specifics of, but it is essentially just the process of connecting to and conversing with younger versions of yourself at various different ages where significant things might have happened when you were younger that shaped and created a certain narrative or uh, belief system of reality for you that um, is still holding true today, but might not serve you any longer. And this pillar is so crucial to our healing and growth because so many of us are running around the world as hurt little children in adult bodies, thinking that pretending to be a grown-up actually makes us one. And some of you might be laughing right now because you've probably dated some of those people, some of those hurt little children running around in adult bodies. And you know how they say that hurt people hurt people. Well, it's definitely the case with um, our inner children as well, because they don't necessarily have have the tools to know how to act or react any differently. And the reality is that so many of us were not loved in childhood the way that we wanted or needed to be. And so we created these misunderstandings and unhealthy patterns as a result of that. And it is not our fault. You know, it absolutely not. Nothing that happened to you as a child was your fault in the way that you responded is not your fault either. It was simply a protective response to the way that our parents or caretakers at the time were or were not showing up for us. So we're not to blame for any wounding or trauma that occurred to us back then. But It is our responsibility as an adult to do the work to reprogram those misunderstandings, heal those wounds, and make sure that little version of you feels loved and supported now. Because I'm telling you, (laughs) that little version of you is probably running the show whether you realize it or not. And they play a very significant role in your current life in relationships. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can work with this version of you or these many versions of you rather than fighting against them and always wondering why you end up in the same patterns. And I know that this work, <laughs> this idea, the idea of this even might feel silly and strange to many of you at first. The thought of a little kid existing somewhere inside of you might seem really far-fetched. But when you really sit with it, 
really think about the fact that there are younger versions of you whose psyches and emotions and energy still exist in this body you live in now. And you really sit with that. I think you know that it's true. You know that there's a version of you who is three or five or seven or 10 or maybe 14 years old who still feels unseen, unloved, and hurt by something that happened back then. And your current relationship patterns, like I said, are being dictated by that version of you and those misunderstandings and those hurts. So by working with them, you have the opportunity to now not only feel more loved in this present moment and to create healthier relationships in your current life, but also create some healing that you needed back then too, and basically be the the adult that you needed in those moments, the person that you wish you had um, that that wasn't showing up for you in, in the way that you would have liked back then. So one thing to know about emotion, um, about inner child healing is that it is often times the most emotionally charged part of this work, because it's typically connected to the deepest wounds when we're little and we don't have the tools to understand our really big feelings our really big emotions. And we don't have the tools to, to intellectualize and logically process things and to move emotions through our bodies and in the way that, you know, we need to in a healthy way, because oftentimes those natural instincts are stifled and we're not taught the communication tools that we need and the emotional processing tools that we need. Um, So because of all that really big hurt can happen and really big misunderstandings can get created and create these deep core wounds where we feel deeply intrinsically unworthy or unlovable or you know, rejected or um, cast out in some way. And these parts of you that you had maybe ignored or shamed or buried away for so long, or maybe just weren't even aware existed, are finally seeing the light of day. And that can be really uncomfortable. So this part of the work asks that we explore our childhood and our relationships with our parents, our caregivers, our siblings, friends, bullies, and really anyone who had an impact on you at a young age. So there's lots of different tools that I use with people going through this step of love alignment healing. And if you are working you know, with any sort of psychotherapist, inner child work can definitely be an important part of that as well. And and there are many different approaches that can be taken. Um, For me personally, some of the things that I have found work in a more kind of holistic um, healing and hands-on coaching capacity um, is to do everything from exploring your attachment style, which we'll get into more and more on this podcast, but it's basically just the way that you learned to relate to love and um, relate to relationships with other people based on how you uh, were connected to or not connected to your caregivers, your parents growing up. Um, So exploring your attachment style, your family dynamics, doing shadow work, which is really exploring those parts of yourself that you might feel deep shame or criticism or judgment around. Um, Healing your body image is a really important part of inner child work too, because I have found so much that 
that those younger versions of ourselves really live in our bodies in a way that is very um, kind of reactive and primal. Like our, bo- our bodies really do keep the score. If you've read that book, your body keeps the score. Our bodies hold on to these memories. Um, and sometimes you can feel really reactive, really triggered in a moment. And you're like, oh my gosh, why do I feel like a little kid having a tantrum right now? And that is oftentimes because in those moments you really are a little kid, the younger version of yourself having a tantrum right now. And one thing that's really important is that when we are born, we don't have any judgments or shame about our bodies, about the way they look, about the way they feel, about the way they move or anything that they do, anything to do with our bodies. And unfortunately, as we get older, as a result of you know, how we see our parents relate to bodies or how they talk about our own and our peers' bodies, the media, all these things, most of us at some point develop somewhat of an unhealthy relationship with our body and our body image. And when we feel so disconnected from our bodies because we judge them and have shame about them and don't feel like they're good enough, then we essentially resist being present energetically in our bodies. And we can spend a lot more time either stuck in our heads, you know, constantly playing on, on unproductive thought loops and anxiety, or even out of our bodies entirely and in kind of the more um, energetic, ethereal, spiritual realm, depending on your belief systems. Um, But the point is we're not in our body. And if we're not in our body, it's really hard to heal the experiences that got stored in our bodies and connecting with our inner child. So we work on healing your body image to help you feel safe being in your body again so that you can work with these younger versions of yourself in a really productive way. And then finally, tuning into the authentic energy of your inner child to connect with joy and play. Because that's the idea of this pillar at the end of the day is going through all of that healing work, really creating nurturing and support and healing around the misunderstandings and giving those younger versions of you what they needed in the moment so that they can just be a kid again. Because when you're a kid, what you really want is to just play, to feel and express the joy that's within you, to, to love and be loved. And that's something that too many of us lose sight of as adults. And it's one of the most important parts of connecting to the energy of love is giving ourselves permission to feel joy again, just like we're a little kid and to play and to move our bodies, to love our bodies, to be present in feeling the experience of what it is to be a human here and to move around on this planet in in a joyful way. And that comes with practice, comes with time. It's not always easy. I know for me, it was definitely, um, not an overnight experience. And, and I was one of those people who thought it was a little bit silly at first because I, when I was growing up, I always couldn't, I, I wanted to be older. I couldn't wait to be a grown up. I remember being a kid and being a teenager and, and then even in my early twenties and always like anticipating that things would be better when I was older, I'd have more, freedom, more power, more, whatever it was that I felt like I I was lacking in those moments, Uh, more control probably. (laughs) And so I didn't actually spend all that much time being a kid. And when it came to doing this inner child healing work as an adult, 
I kind of brushed it off as like, oh, you know, that that's childish. You know, I, I grew up really early. I became an adult. I became really responsible from a really young age. So there's not much to explore there because, you know, who needs to be a kid when there's so much more available to you as an adult? And I really did write it off a little bit in that way and didn't realize <laughs> that lo and behold, uh, there's a lot more power in being childlike and connecting to those little versions of me than there was in just trying to be a grown up and play, play you know, play make believe. So when I first started this work, I, I thought it would be kind of like one and done. Like I would talk to my inner child, heal her misunderstandings, help her feel loved. And then that would be it. I didn't realize that would it would actually be a process of building a lifelong relationship with her and connecting to her almost daily. And when I finally let go of what I thought this work should look like, it had the freedom to just be what it needed to be. And there have been many chapters throughout my life where I would kind of forget about it. And then someone would remind me, one of my therapists or coaches or healers would say, Hey, you know, I think the younger version of yourself is trying to get your attention right now and say something. Have you been talking to her lately? And I would be like, um, no, not exactly. I've been, you know, doing all the other things. I've been meditating and journaling and blah, blah, blah. But no, I haven't been talking to her. And that has been such an important guiding force in, in my own healing journey and getting me to a place where I have so much more groundedness and clarity and connection to my authenticity and truth because the younger versions of me I know hold a lot of those truths they were the ones that you know knew who I was before the world told me otherwise and one thing that I realized that's really important to acknowledge as well is that your inner child isn't just like the four or five-year-old version of you it's also the 17-year-old version of you, even the 18-year-old version of you. Our, our teenage and, and young adult selves, even though that term young adult would, would have you believe that you know, you're a grown-up now and you should have it all figured out, our brains are really still developing at those points in time. And the unmet needs that we have at 17 are just as valid and, and important as the unmet needs that we have at age five. And while we might have, you know, better communication and some more tools in our toolbox to, to resource at that age, we still don't have everything that we need. And so it's really important to talk to those older adolescent versions of yourself too, just as much as the younger younger versions of you. So something to keep in mind, because I think sometimes people might have some judgment. I've experienced, you know, people that I've worked with, um, having judgment around like, Oh, it's like the 15 year old self version of myself is coming forward. But like, I don't know why, like, I like everything was fine then, or had it all together, or, you know, I was so strong. I was told I had to be strong, whatever the narrative might've been. And it's definitely worth exploring what those older versions of you have to say as well. There's, there's a lot of potential healing that can occur and just a lot of great connection with those versions of you that hold a lot of truth. So if it's something that is totally weird and unfamiliar and off, off your radar or out of your comfort zone, I just invite you to sit with it for a while. Like what would it 
look like for me to be open to exploring what these younger versions of myself needed and basically becoming the adult now that they needed back then and giving myself that love and support and nurturing in the way that I didn't get then. And if this is something that you are already doing and really well-versed in, amazing, because it's just going to take you so far. And I just encourage you to try and even make a daily practice uh, out of checking in with younger versions of you, whether that is, um, you know, basically starting your day by asking them, like, what do you want to do today? Where do you want to go? What do you need? Asking them questions or maybe checking in with them at the end of the day and just seeing how they feel, just like you would if you were a loving parent to a small child. So a lot of fun stuff there. (laughs) And it's an important part of love alignment healing. And as we work through the rest of these pillars, you'll see how all of these topics kind of intertwine with one another to ultimately help align you with that authentic expression of love for you so that you can ultimately have more self-love within yourself, have a better relationship with yourself and your body, and to have healthier loving relationships, healthier friendships, healthier family dynamics, and and create the types of relationships that you want in your life ultimately, because that's why we're here. That's why we do this work so that we can have healthy and fulfilling and joyful love and to live the lives that we came here to live. So I hope that this uh, episode today was insightful for you and maybe provided some aha moments. And I'm excited to continue to explore all of the pillars of love alignment healing with you. And if you heard something today that you have questions about or want to learn more about, as always, feel free to reach out to me, whether it's on social media or through my website or emailing me as well. You can email me at contact at Um, And I'm happy to to answer your questions either there or in a future podcast episode. And if you're interested in diving into this work in a one-on-one capacity, uh, email me as well. You can also go to my website and set up an an intro call to chat with me and I can learn more about you and we can see if it's a good fit. Um, And then of course, if you want um, more self-guided resources, I have my online membership, the self-care space, which is a life coaching and therapy platform for women specifically. And there's lots of resources in there on inner child healing. So definitely a lot of great stuff for you all to start with. Follow me on social media. If you're not already, especially on TikTok, I am sharing lots of really fun content there in the realm of love alignment and inner child work and all this fun stuff and keeping it light with some jokes (laughs) in between or doing my best at least. And as always, if you know somebody who would benefit from hearing this episode, please pass it along to them, Um, rate and leave a review. It would mean the world to me if you do. I I would love to hear from you all. And I just appreciate you listening. I'm so happy that you're a part of my community and that you are interested in having these conversations about love with me. I think it's so important. And I am just grateful for each and every one of you who is listening. So. As always, until next time, have a happy and healthy and love-filled day.